0: which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential: three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips, for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get twenty plus get twenty dollars off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of 2 pounds of ground beef, 3 pounds of chicken thighs, or 1 pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash Morning Cup and use code MORNINGCUP to choose your free offer and get $20 off. The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier, and improve my quality of life. Which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com. That's n-o-o-m.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, *The Noom Kitchen*, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. There were two more murders, 15 miles away. When police Silver arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a. Weird Homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of Murder. In a dream world, our children would be safe from any monster roaming the Earth. Unfortunately, we know that this is absolutely not true. On August 13th, 1929, a man was born who took his ferocious sexual appetite and lured young girls into his car. Young girls that, in a dream world would have been able to walk around their small town safely. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Raymond Leslie Morris, born August thirteenth, 1929, in Wassell, Staffordshire, had a pretty typical life growing up. With an IQ of 120 and good looks to get him by, Raymond made his way through school and life worked a variety of jobs before settling down as a foreman engineer in a precision instruments factory in 1967, and all the while, courting and marrying the girl next door at the age of 19, and fathering two sons with his wife. Unfortunately, their marriage wasn't a happy one, and after eight years together, the pair divorced on the grounds of adultery when Raymond found out that she was pregnant with another man's child. She would later go on the record to say that Raymond was a man who needed to express his violent sexual dominance, who would turn on her whenever she denied his demands for sex. After their divorce was complete, Raymond started to withhold support payments until she agreed to visit him once or twice a week and allow him to, quote, bend her over and take her in the animal position. But this apparent ferocious sexual appetite disappeared by the time he married his second wife at 35, who described Raymond as nothing short of the perfect husband. In reality, he had simply channeled it to another, much more dangerous outlet. On December 1st, 1964, nine-year-old Julia Taylor was lured into a car in block switch by a man claiming to be a friend of her mother's. Once inside, the young girl was raped, strangled nearly to death, and abandoned outside where her attacker. Raymond Morris, assumed she would die from exposure. And had a cyclist not passed through the area at the right time, he may have been right. At the time of the attack, Raymond and his wife Carol were living in a council-owned apartment at Regent House in Birchills, directly across from the local police station. This proximity to law enforcement, the close call, and a living victim didn't seem to deter the budding killer. And on January 12, 1966, The bodies of six year old Margaret Reynolds and five year old Diana Joy Tift were found lying together in a ditch in Cannock Chase, Staffordshire. Margaret had been missing since September 8, 1965, and Diana since December 30th. Both disappeared on short walks, Margaret to school and Diana to her grandmother's house. And at least 2,000 people searched for Margaret in the hours following her disappearance and found nothing that led them to her or her captor. On August 14, 1966, 10-year-old Jane Taylor went on a bike ride just south of Cannock Chase and was never seen again. In October of that same year, Raymond was suspected of taking two girls back to his apartment, leading them to separate rooms and undressing them. But due to lack of evidence and the girl's inability to corroborate the other's testimony, the charges were dismissed. On August 22, 1967, a soldier volunteering for a search party found the naked body of seven-year-old Christine Darby hidden beneath Brushwood, just about a mile from where Margaret and Diana were found. According to witnesses, the young girl had been lured into a car by a stranger near her home three days before that, and that the driver was in a gray car and spoke with an accent that indicated that he was a local. The car matched the description of the one given in the case of Margaret and Diana, and all three girls showed signs that they were sexually assaulted prior to their murder. Three girls, who lived within a 17-mile radius of each other on the A35 road. All three murders and the attack of Julia Taylor were all too similar to ignore, and soon, the murders earned the name the Cannock Chase Murders, or the A35 murders, and sparked one of the biggest murder investigations in British criminal history, larger than that of the infamous Moore's Murders. Over the course of the manhunt, 150 detectives visited 39,000 homes, interviewed about 80,000 people, and checked over a million vehicle records looking for that gray car described by witnesses. That list of millions was dwindled down to 25,000, as they checked for every Austin A-55 and A-60 vehicle registered in the Midlands. And, for the first time in British criminal history, a facial composite sketch was released to the public, though no one came forward identifying the suspect. At least, not yet. On November 4th, 1968, a 10-year-old girl was able to escape the clutches of a man who tried to force her into his green and white Ford Corsair. The incident was witnessed by an 18-year-old girl who made the incredible split-second decision to memorize the vehicle's plates and call police. Two of the numbers she gave were mixed up, and for a moment, the plate number seemed like it was going to lead to a dead end. But police, unwilling to give up, started switching around the numbers and playing with their order until they got a hit on a local green and white Ford Corsair registered to Raymond Morris. Arrested solely for the attempt abduction of the 10-year-old girl, police started to look into his record a bit more to see if he could possibly be connected to the Canuck Chase murders. They found out that he had been interviewed four times in the last four years, owned a gray Austin A55, similar to the one seen during Christine Darby's abduction, and noted that he bore a striking resemblance to their composite sketch. In fact, he had been considered a suspect in Christine's murder due to his past molestation case but was taken off that list when his wife provided him a solid alibi. Realizing that there must be more to Raymond's life and story, the police searched his apartment and uncovered child pornography that was later identified as his wife's five-year-old niece. With more than enough to arrest and the evidence persuading his wife to testify against him, Scotland Yard detectives placed the cuffs on Raymond Morris for Christine Darby's murder on November 16th, 1968 and followed shortly thereafter with charges of indecent assault on the niece and one of attempted abduction during the trial with carol working as a chief witness for the prosecution and retracting her earlier alibi for her husband an inspector in the case reported that when charged with the murder raymond responded oh god was it the wife He, of course, denied not only the statement, but claimed that any and all statements he did make were because he was being beaten by police during interrogation. The jury didn't seem to believe his statements, and on February 18, 1969, Raymond Leslie Morris was found guilty of the rape and murder of Christine Darby after just two hours of deliberation. He was sentenced to life imprisonment. During the trial, Julia Taylor, the victim who was able to escape his abduction, had to be removed from the public gallery after crying out, that's him, that's the man who did this to me. Though convicted on just one murder, Raymond remains a chief suspect in the deaths of Margaret Reynolds and Diana Tift, though there isn't sufficient enough evidence for him to be officially charged. Once the trial was over, it came to light that Raymond's own brother came to the Canick Chase police station and told them that he believed his brother may be responsible for the disappearance of two girls whose bodies had yet to be found. But when looked into, his statement was marked no further action due to the lack of evidence and because of a filing error, failed to be brought to the attention of officials prior to the trial. Raymond Morris died at the prison's health facility of natural causes on May 11th, 2014 at the age of 84. He spent the last 45 years of his life behind bars and was one of the oldest and longest serving prisoners in England and Wales. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on August 14th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it.